What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Weekly Pep. This is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, and I'm coming to you with an episode entitled Finding a Daily Ritual That Works for You. Up until about two years ago, I didn't really have a daily ritual. I can definitely tell you that there was a difference between me before my daily ritual and me after my daily <laughs> ritual. Um, you know, I I was someone who was very, very influenced by events and circumstances that happened around her. Um, I did not feel very empowered. I felt very disempowered. Um, I felt that the world and everything in it was happening to me. I never felt um, that anything was necessarily to my benefit. I, you know, I would hope that it would be. And when good things happened, I would be like, yay. But there was like this whole idea that I was like waiting for, you know, the, the other shoe to drop. Or when it did drop, I would be like, oh, okay, there it is. There it is. The, the world's out to get me. Um, and it wasn't until I started putting into place a daily ritual that worked for me that I started um, living from a more peaceful place. Um, I started living uh, a more joy-filled life, uh, more empowered life. And, I, you know, I was, I was mentioning to a group of people just the other day how, you know, before I, I started, the least little thing could set me off. You know, before I started having kind of a daily ritual, a daily thing that I did, the least little thing could set me off. And I mean, it could throw me off completely such that I was a mess. You know, if somebody called me in last minute and said, hey, I need you to do this, I would get frazzled and get frantic and be like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. And I get so anxious and almost, you know, panic um, about what was happening. But now that I have a daily ritual, I typically um, am able, it's not that I, I don't get frantic or I don't get panicky or I don't get, um, you know, fearful even at times. But if I do um, get that way, I'm able to bounce back quicker. Perfect example, um, just recording this podcast. I was literally about halfway through the podcast and I got a phone call on my phone um, and I stopped the podcast and midway through and I was like, crap, like I don't want to start this all over again. <laughs> but here we are, we're starting it all over again. And, you know, I could have literally let that ruin my night and um, you know, say, oh my God, like I can't do the podcast now. Like I'm totally off my game. Like I recorded again, 
probably two more times before this one um, but, and didn't like the beginning of it. And I was getting, I could feel myself saying, okay, are, are you going to really let yourself get off your game because somebody called you in the middle of it and ruined it or whatever? Or are you just going to do what needs to be done and get it done? And of course, I am going to get it done. So here we are again. This is the <laughs> literal um, fourth time starting this recording, um, but I, it's going to go through. This is, this is the one. I just I feel it in my spirit. So um, let's get to it. Let's start on this whole idea of daily ritual, right? So for me, the first encounter that I got with um, this idea of daily ritual was probably back in like 2015. So that's been now four years ago. And I was reading articles and hearing how, you know, successful people wake up before, you know, five o'clock in the morning and, you know, they get, get a great start on the day and they usually exercise and all this stuff. And at the time I really was, um, wanting to get back into better health and everything. I was waking up at like four 30 in the morning to go to the gym. And I, that was my routine. My routine was get up in the morning, go to the gym <laughs> and then go to work. And I was like, this is kind of like my stress reliever to go to the gym in the morning. It was like, I start off my day getting these, you know, it working out to then produce these great endorphins that allow me to have a great day. Right. Um, and that was my first introduction to possibly having a daily ritual. The next thing that um, that ended up happening, I ended up becoming a health coach. And part of the things, part of the the um, thing that was encouraged or one of the things that was encouraged for health coaches uh, in the company I worked for was to read um, personal development books. So one of the books that I ended up reading was The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And in that book, he goes through a more elaborate daily ritual routine. His routine actually has six components, um, one of which is exercise. Um, but it's the six components are remembered best with the acronym SAVERS. Um, that's S-A-V-E-R-S. So the S in SAVERS stood for silence. And silence, it could be meditation, it could be sitting, you know, in silence, contemplating, it could be any type of um, aspect where your mind is somewhat still. Um, I had never really done meditation before, um, before reading Miracle Morning. I didn't really understand it. I didn't really understand, like, understand what it was I thought like it literally was sitting in silence and I was like there's no way like I'm way too amped to sit and just like twiddle my thumbs like there's so much other stuff that I can be thinking about and doing and it wasn't until I really started experimenting with the different types of meditation that I was able to find one that worked for me 
Um, I thought when I first heard about meditation that I had to do it for 30 minutes, an hour, um, which I didn't have time for. And it wasn't until I started finding like quick five minute meditations, 10 minute meditations, um, that I was able to, to get it done. But there's so many, so many ways to meditate out there. Some people just literally sit in the quiet and they do deep breathing. Some people sit and, you know, repeat a particular mantra over and over. Some people repeat a particular word over and over. Um, Some people go outside and do a walking meditation where they're focusing on their feet. Some people are just literally focusing on their breath. Um, there's, there's just really so many different types of meditation out there. And it's really about finding what works for you because you're, you're going to do the thing that works for you. If you try to do something that works for somebody else, but you don't feel it, it's, you're, you're going to quit. That's something that I've learned over these last four years. Um, it was really about finding what worked for me and for me, now, the, the type of meditation that I absolutely love doing is kundalini meditation. Kundalini meditation, you're really singing a mantra over and over. And the mantras have meanings and purposes. And so by, you know, chanting uh, this mantra over and over, you are becoming in vibrational alignment with the thing that you seek. So for me, it's one of my favorite ways to meditate, but I also do, you know, guided visualizations. I do, um, you know, just simple chanting mantra meditations, like um, just really saying the same word over and over, like the Oprah and Deepak type meditations. So there's so many different types of meditation. It's really about finding out what works for you. Um, That is the S in savers, the silence. Next up is affirmations um, and visualizations. So those are the A and the V. For me, I didn't really understand... um, and, and really couldn't integrate affirmations and visualizations until really this year. What many people don't realize about affirmations and visualizations is that you have to believe it. You have to believe the thing that you're affirming. You have to believe the thing that you're visualizing. For affirmations, affirmations are things like I am worthy, I am prosperous, you know, um, I, I am of high service, I, you know, uh, it's it, it usually an I am statement, right? Um, so it's, it's something that you really want to believe about yourself. And many times people say affirmations over and over, but they really aren't integrating it because they don't believe it yet. Um, and the same holds true for visualizations. When uh, Hal Elrod is talking about visualization, he's not necessarily talking about the guided visualization meditation, though there could be one that, that works in the same way. Um, he's more so talking about visualizing yourself as the person you're wanting to be. 
whoever that is. If you're saying to yourself, you know, I want to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you're imagining yourself as a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. If you're saying, you know, I want to be um, the, <laughs> the American Idol, you're imagining yourself going through the rounds, you know, succeeding, having each of those judges approve you to go on, and then you winning American Idol. You're literally going through that visualization every day. A perfect example of um, visualization techniques is Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps used to um, literally visualize his swim meets. He would visualize, you know, himself diving in, swimming, hitting that wall, turning back around and coming back. Like he would visualize every single movement he would make. And then when it came time to actually go and do it, it was like clockwork. He had visualized it so much that he literally got in sync with the visualization. He became a vibrational match for the visualization. And so affirmations and visualizations really go hand in hand but the key to affirmations and visualizations is that you have to believe it. And many people are not there yet. When we first start, you know, hearing about affirmations and visualizations, many times we haven't done the inner work that's needed to be done to get us to the point to where we believe the thing that we're affirming and the thing that we're visualizing. So we have to do the inner work. We've got to remove the limiting beliefs. We've got to heal um, the issues that are going on inside that are preventing us from believing in what we're affirming and what we're visualizing. And many people skip this step. Um, and that's why, like I said, those two things never resonated for me until this point, until this year, because I had to do a lot of healing work around what I believed about myself. And I continually do it um, around what I believe about myself. But this year, I finally feel like, it's clicking like, no, I believe that I'm worthy. No, I believe that I am great. Like it's one of, it's one of those things where it's just it, like in the pit of my being right in that solar plexus area. I feel, I feel confident when I say those affirmations and I feel confident when I visualize, visualize myself in those particular scenarios. Um, the next, you know, component of savers is the E that's exercise. Um, as I mentioned, that's how it all started for me. Um, you know, exercise is something that, um, many of us, you know, kind of like push to the wayside. I know right now I've kind of neglected my exercise a little bit <laughs> as well. Um, but really it's not... I, I say exercise, but I really want to emphasize here too, movement. It's more about movement than it is even about exercise. And it's really about finding the exercise movement that works for you, right? Again, there's so many different types of ways to exercise. There's so many different ways to get your, um, your heart rate up. As I mentioned, I really love Kundalini. Um, kundalini kriyas typically do get your heart rate up. Um, you're doing a lot of pranayama, which is breath work. 
um, that tends to increase your inner, your, um, increase your heart rate, heart rate, um, especially things like breath of fire, uh, increase your heart rate. Most people wouldn't consider the pranayam exercise, right? But when you're doing pranayam, you're literally moving out of your head space into your heart space. You're moving. There's a movement there. And usually with the kundalini, kundalini kriyas, you are moving your arms in a certain way. You are holding them or you're literally moving them and moving the energy through your body in a certain way. Um, there's so many different uh, movements and kriyas. I, the one that like is coming to mind is like the frog squats. That's like a huge movement. And it, it, it does look like exercise. And uh, like I said, to some people, it might not seem like it, but it really, you do feel it. <laughs> You've done it for a while. So it's really about finding what works for you there. Like I said, there's so many different types of exercise. You don't have to necessarily do it in the morning. Obviously, Miracle Morning, how Elrod recommends doing it in the morning because it does get your juices flowing. You are able to get get out of your head into your heart space first thing in the morning. Like I said, you get those endorphins as well that you can carry on throughout the day. Sometimes it even helps. Um, especially in the in the realm of kundalini like you're doing things you are you know able to visualize and meditate and do all those things right there together so there's certain ones where you can kind of hit multiple um, items on your daily ritual right then Um, the next one is reading and this is something that I have definitely seen be incorporated more and more for me. I do daily readings every morning. I read A Course in Miracles. I usually read um, Holy Shift, which is like a daily devotional based on A Course in Miracles, as well as A Year of Miracles by Marianne Williamson. Um, Holy Shift is by Robert Holden, just so you know. Um, And I have started reading the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Dr. Wayne Dyer based on the Tao Te Ching. The Tao Te Ching, sorry, excuse me. So um, I read those things every day. I then (laughs) actually read physical, like other books that I'm like reading. So like right now I'm reading Psychic Pathway by Sonia Choquette as well as Healer, Shaman, Sage by um, Alberto Violdo. So I'm, I'm, and I'm also reading Game of Thrones, Storm of Swords. So I, I go back and forth. I might not read all of these books every day, but I'm reading from something at least once a day. Let's just say it like that. Like I, I'm constantly reading from Course in Miracles every day and those daily devotionals every day, but. The other books I'm usually reading daily. Um, it might not be all of them, but there is at least one that I read from. Finally, the last S is scribing, and it's basically journaling. Um, you know, really kind of getting in tune with yourself, getting in tune with your thoughts, getting, um, you know, in gratitude for the things that have happened during that day or things that you just want to remember lessons that you've learned things that, um, you know, maybe you want to highlight and remember, 
Um, for me, a lot of times my journaling will start off um, with my oracle card pull for the day. That's part of my daily ritual as well. You know, I'll pull my card. I usually write down the card like, hey, I pulled this card today. This is what I think it means for me. These are the things that happen. I, I will journal about dreams that I had. I'll journal about things that I want to accomplish for the day, things I'm grateful for. The feelings that I have coming up, I usually will journal about those. And putting them to paper helps me to kind of get um, some distance from it and help me to see it more objectively than maybe I would if I was just thinking of it in my head. So like I said, there's six components. There's stillness or silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing or journaling. And all six of those components uh, you know, how Elrod recommends doing all six every day, right? I don't hit all six every day. There might be a couple of days during the week that I'm not able to journal. You know, the day just kind of gets away from me. I, I am not, I literally go to bed and then the next day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I didn't journal yesterday. It's, what you know like or I didn't exercise today or whatever um or there are days where you know like I might hit like I said like four out of the six or five out of the six and maybe the you know on Monday I do you know my meditation affirmation visualization exercise um and reading and then on Tuesday I do meditation, um, exercise, reading, and journaling. But I didn't do affirmation and visualization. So it's really about finding what works for you and giving yourself the grace to say, you know, if you don't hit something, that you're okay with not hitting it. Um, Because for me, I used to penalize myself and feel bad and say, oh, my God, like I didn't I didn't get all of my things in today. I'm missing my E or I'm missing my whatever. You know, I'm a bad person. No, you're not a bad person. You're living your life. And the thing is, as long as you're doing the things that feel good to you, um, you're you're winning. Right. Um, The fact that I may not get an exercise one day, I'm not going to beat myself up about, especially if I did my meditation, if I read and I did the things that felt good to me that day. Um, It's for me, meditation is like breath. It's like (laughs) literally breathing. Um, I can't I literally can't live without it. I meditate in the morning. I meditate, um, you know, I put on a meditation right as I'm going to bed as well. Um, I crave it right now. Um, It's something that I need. Reading is the same way. I crave it. It feels weird to me when I don't read. Um, It feels weird to me, you know, when I'm not journaling. And so a lot of times I might even stay up late to make sure I get something in because I love it that much. And that's really what um, this whole podcast is about. It's about finding a daily ritual that you love so much that you want to do it rather than feel like you have to do it. 
Um, and I'm so dedicated to helping people find a daily ritual that works for them. I, um, like I said, I, I have tried pretty much everything and I'm a big believer in having someone to kind of help keep you accountable to things, um, especially when you're first starting off. Like I said, I did the Miracle Morning with a group of people for 30 days when I first started off. And, you know, like it, it was nice having that kind of group accountability for it um, and seeing what worked for me not really kind of giving, giving myself or beating myself up for it, um, but kind of seeing what works for me. And I think it's so great to have, you know, at least just a one-on-one -on -one with somebody to kind of say, you know what, that meditation this morning, I tried this type, I don't like it, I need something else. Like, what else can I do? What else can I work on here? Or, you know, I really need help in the area of affirmation and visualization. I don't know why I can't believe this about myself. I feel like I have a limiting belief about myself that needs healing or needs shifting. Can you help me with that? Like, I, I do healing templates to help shift that energy um, so that you can start believing that you are, um, you know, worthy or whatever it is. Um, I am able to also kind of identify what those limiting beliefs are for you. If you can't do it yourself, we can do that with oracle cards, oracle card pulls, just really figuring out what it is that you need to work on um, and do inner work about. And your reading, the reading that you're doing um, could be on these limiting beliefs and healing those limiting beliefs. Um, because sometimes reading a book about uh, a particular situation or hearing how someone overcame a particular situation that's very much like yours helps you to shift and heal and see yourself and visualize, visualize, ugh, visualize yourself as someone um, who can overcome as well, right? So all of these things kind of go hand in hand, but the, the key is really, really finding that daily ritual that works for you. And um, obviously, like I said, I'm really committed to it. So I offer these free 30-minute consultations on kind of crafting a daily ritual that works for you. Obviously, the the free portion is to kind of get you started to see what you like. And obviously, if things don't um, fit or don't work, you know, you need tweaks, then we can talk about that and discuss it. And we can do one-on-one -on -one coaching about those things. But I really want you to just take me up on the free offer to kind of get you started because... There is nothing like um, having a ritual in place that you can always kind of come back to when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling anxious, um, when you're just feeling disempowered. Um, having one of these items, one of these savers um, to come back to um, is something that, that for me, 
helps me to move forward. Um, when I'm having a bad day or whatever, most times the, the thing that I'll do is go to write to meditation or I will pull out my journal and start writing down um, what's going on for me to kind of try to see on paper objectively what's happening, what I'm feeling, and really try to um, shift that energy if it needs to be shifted or feel into that energy if that's what is being called for in that moment. But if I'm not skilled in doing those things, if I've never, um, you know, kind of really thought about like what works for me, I can't do it. And so that's really what I want to help you with is finding that thing that works for you. So um, if you are interested in getting that free 30 minute um, best life (laughs) daily routine uh, consultation, you can go to my website. It's www.tracyhjackson forward slash resources. And it will have my best life now um, daily daily consultation appointment calendar there. Um, I will also post it in the description so that you can just go directly to the link and set up an appointment uh, to get that free 30-minute consultation so you, that we can get started and you can get started on finding a daily ritual that works for you. Um, I hope that you guys have a great week this week. Um, Thank you so much for everyone that listens to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Obviously, please feel free to share this with friends that you might think want to hear some of these podcast episodes. Please subscribe. I'd love to have you um, as a weekly uh, listener and feel free to send me an email or message if there's a particular topic that you want me to cover or something that um, you want more information on. I'd happily, happily um, provide that to you guys. So I hope you have a, have a, an amazing week and I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye.